All right. This is another podcast from Cakes and Ale. This is the Rogue Scholar with a bunch of AKAs, surnames, whatever you want to call them. Like I said, I'm going to keep it streamlined with this alias because I feel like I can identify with it the most. Um, the name I came up with several years back, uh, back when I was calling myself being a late bloomer rapper. I was going to set a record for being one of the oldest dudes to drop a debut album, take the title away from 2 Chains. I think he was like 37 at the time. As far as him dropping a solo album, he was already on the scene, uh, uh, formerly known as Titty Boy, when he was uh, under Ludacris's DTP flag, for those who know. Uh, but in any case, right now, Rogue Scholar is fitting an appropriate... Uh, giving the content that I cover right now. Uh, I don't even have a title for this yet, but I want to get into it. Um, I thought that I had covered all the grounds and everything that led up to me wanting to embark on this endeavor full-time as far as not only working for myself, but being my own boss you know, and establishing a brand that was going to be auspicious in terms of generating mass revenue. Um, but one thing that I forgot as far as what really set the foundation for this, you know, and everything in between that led up to now, um, I have to give a shout out to my first cousin I'll keep him anonymous because of what I'm about to lead with next um I just heard word that he's had to deal with the misfortune of losing his wife as of last weekend and you know the funerals tomorrow or technically today since it's after midnight we're in the wee hours with me dropping this but uh it was heavy on the heart and um I feel like I probably won't be able to go to sleep until I acknowledge this the reason being is that Long story short, uh, we grew up together. I mean, we didn't grow up together side by side, day for day, but we're the same age. He's like four months younger than me. And, you know, he didn't have it as easy as I did growing up. You know, him and um, his baby sister, my little cousin. Uh, Because, uh, you know, my uncle... I mean, who who was his father, his stepfather, who was my favorite uncle, um, you know, he had a lot of issues that he was dealing with during the time that him and my aunt were raising them. You know, they were dealing with a whole different set of issues that I was dealing with growing up. And, you know, given the struggle that he dealt with, it built a lot of character in him. 
to where he actually made something of himself way more so than I did, you know, given the silver spoon that got snatched out of my mouth because, you know, um, my privilege had me so entitled to where I expected everything to be handed to me, you know, and like I said, that's another podcast <laughs> to, to go into. But in any case, like I said, long story short, he was able to do his thing and thrive as a result, you know, um, had a nice family, the whole nine yards. Um, he definitely didn't take the roller coaster ride in his adult life that I did, you know, um, my ride was more or less the similar to the ride he took during his childhood, more or less. You know, it's funny how things can invert like such. And fast forward all the way to, I would say about 2007, we were both in our early 30s. Uh, I was... Um, I was uh, jumping from job to job, but then at this particular time, I was um, in the stage of doing independent contract work, more or less. I was filling out W-99s at this time, you know, with a, um, a job that wasn't too stable, but yet I was still proud to call myself an independent contractor. Uh, he was working a steady gig, uh, but th around this time, uh, I say we had run across each other over the holidays uh, at my mama's house like we did traditionally every year. And um, he put me on to him talking about going into business for himself uh, on the side. You know, um, I think it was just he was doing groundskeeper work and whatnot. He was just I think he was just doing groundskeeper maintenance pretty much. Um, I don't I don't know if he was um, going into stuff like cement laying or anything complex like such um but all i know is that for sure he had the groundskeeper thing that he uh uh was getting in motion up and running so you know him and i after that we met a couple of times you know talking about you know trying to do this and trying to do that to earn capital and to try to get you know the ball really really rolling uh, but due to my personal issues uh, with my job and my first marriage at the time, um, that kind of slowed up the momentum for me where I couldn't really, you know, be there to pull my weight and do my part as he needed. And fast forward again to about 2000. 11 ish at this time like he's still working steady gig doing his thing and whatever like I say you know his home life is set in order things are pretty stable for him by this time uh, I divorced my first wife um, I was living with uh, my current wife I can't say I was living I, I'm living with my current wife she wasn't my wife yet but <laughs> Uh, we were working on it, best believe. And at this time, uh, I was still independent contracting, 
you know, um, again, work was still pretty unstable, but it was enough to kind of help get by and get over, you know, and uh, I had gone back to school. I went back to school uh, to take up welding, uh, which was, you know, pretty, pretty lucrative for me. Uh, But as far as the schooling went, uh, because I had things all twisted around and was so ass backwards because uh, I, at the same time, I was still dealing with uh, divorce proceedings from my uh, former marriage and uh, again, more personal problems coming to the surface that I'm that I'm dealing with that, you know, stem from childhood traumas that I had yet to face off once and for all. Uh, the The schooling got slowed up. But it wasn't down to a grinding halt yet. And I guess I kind of saw that, you know, even with the schooling, uh, I wasn't going to be where I wanted to be with my welding career as soon as I needed to be. And excuse me. One day I remember just uh, pacing the house thinking out loud to myself pretty much kind of like how i'm doing now <laughs> and only difference now is uh i have this podcast as an outlet and again like i said i was coming face to face with a lot of childhood traumas trying to do the math on how i got from there to here and i had a really really huge revelation that just dropped like a ton of bricks and this was right before another thanksgiving coming up And so I was feeling really good about myself to be able to have connected these dots. And, um, you know, it cleared the air for me in a lot of ways to where, you know, as far as the next set of moves that I needed to make for myself, not to uh, resolve the childhood trauma, but just as far as me making moves as a man and trying to get my business handled, you know, for my household, um, you know, uh, uh, I had a good swift kick in the pants. So the, this, uh, Thanksgiving holiday holiday comes around again. This is, um, this is, uh, 2011, uh, run across my cousin again. And so now he's gone from talking about doing the groundskeeping to, uh, carpet cleaning. And I'm like, You know, I'd much rather, (laughs) you know, be in somebody's house cleaning up dirty carpets than to have to worry about being outside and having to bear the elements alongside um, possible, uh, I don't know, I don't want to say poisonous plants and insects, but, you know, if they were unclean enough, you know, you, you bound to risk infection uh, uh, and whatnot. Not saying that you couldn't risk that, you know, pulling up something out of somebody's dirty ass carpet either. But I, I, I you know, uh, you had better protection, and I'd rather take my chances with that. You know, clearly a no brainer. So I tell him, hey, put me down. You know, um, I got my head on a little bit straighter than I did. The last time we talked about going into business together, you know, um, I was in a household that was stable. You know, um, I had a great support system in my wife, you know, despite 
even the problems we were having at the time, uh, we'd only been together a couple of years, so it hadn't gotten that deep yet. Um, this is, like I say, this is before I corrupted everything yet. Again, another podcast. I don't want to digress. And, uh, so yeah, you know, um, you know, we went into it full on, you know, we were communicating, you know, on a daily basis. I mean, talking like businessmen, you know, um, he was basically the one that was dealing with, you know, um, putting up the capital for the equipment and trying to establish contacts and whatnot. And it was my job, I guess, really on the front end to pretty much make us look good. I was the one who was going to come up with, um, a sales pitch and, you know, uh, write out the business model and just pretty it up with, you know, all kind of nice words and whatever, given that was my area of expertise. And, you know, we were going to go from there. Now it was just the two of us, but, uh, that didn't mean that we were exactly partners, so to speak. Uh, well, not equal partners, you know, and I knew this because again, I hadn't put any money up. You know, um, long story short, um, things kind of fell flat between us because, uh, we had gotten to a disagreement about, you know, the, the, the sales pitch that I was trying to put forth and whatever, you know, I was, um, being a little more arrogant than I should have. I basically told him in so many words that, um, you know, you, you do your job, I do mine. You know, but then at the same time, I didn't look at it where he was coming from because, again, uh, I, I I had the wrong understanding as to in terms of me. Well, we'll put it like this. I, did, I wanted to regard myself higher than I thought. Like I said, I knew we weren't 50-50 partners, but I wanted to at least be esteemed as a junior partner in his eyes, being it was a two-man operation, right? You know, but according to him, more or less, he saw it as, you know, no, he's the boss and I'm just an employee. But uh, he was real passive aggressive about how he relayed that, you know, but still in all, you know, I was passive aggressive about the you do your job, I do mine thing. So we kind of we didn't part ways, but we kind of just gravitated away from each other for a little while give each other time to cool off because again, we're cousins, you know, and yeah, we grew up, you know, we weren't, we didn't always get along. We, there were times when we went to war, you know, and I guess, you know, being grown men, we didn't want to reduce ourselves back to that. Right. You know, a healthy option for handling that, you know? So in any case, uh, I still had school to deal with, you know, amongst other things, and then um, some time passed and we got back in touch with each other. And he was saying how um, he was get, he had gotten a couple of accounts under his belt. You know, he had done some work with some people uh, with his brother-in-law, you know. And so his brother-in-law um, more or less kind of flaked out on him. So that's where I came back in to kind of, you know, uh, throw out a rescue net, which I didn't mind. You know, uh, because I was kind of I kind of regretted the way things went, you know, so I was glad to do that favor for him or whatever. And him coming back to me was kind of his way of saying, you know, he hated it also. So, 
you know, we went into that. Um, only problem was, you know, we didn't get anything official on paper in terms of me working for him, you know, and funny enough, the, uh, the guy who I was working for when I was an independent contractor, he warned me about that, you know, and, you know, I, I, you know, I did the, the naive thing that I made fun of so many other brothers about in terms of uh, that whole cliche of, oh, no, nah, that's my kinfolk, that's my peoples, I ain't got nothing to worry about, you know, it's going to hash out like it's supposed to, I ain't got to worry about him flaking on me or jerking me or this and that and whatever. And sure enough, um, when push came to shove, uh, the money wasn't right. And when that happened, um, I was indubitably pissed, but I didn't step to him about it because all I could do was recall what my boss had said about not having putting shit on paper. So it was my own fault. So all I could do was walk away with taking a loss. You know, again, shout out to my wife because um, she was such a great support system on that. You know, um, not only uh, did she not rub it in, but she was able to make up the difference for me in, in, in what you call it. So, you know, um, that right there, you know, once even when we tried to regroup from that and I seen there was a slow up on the money because I kept hitting him up, you know, what's up with it? What's up with it? And, you know, um, it was the same excuse, you know, for a minute. And then it was a different excuse for a minute. Then it was a whole nother excuse for a minute. And I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. Let me just go ahead and try to do my thing and try to salvage what little uh, I can do with myself you know, uh, given how the, uh, the stuff I had lined up, I had Mr. Deadlines on waiting on him, whatever. Again, all my fault, you know, I, I could have laid it out better. I could have communicated to him better what needed to be done and, and whatnot. And, you know, I, if it was going to be a big fat, no, then I could have gotten that out a whole lot sooner. Not a problem lesson learned and so that's when the gears start turning in my head that hey maybe you know uh learning from these mistakes you know i should go into business for myself so i owe that to him and and, and you know a great deal of that in terms of what i've been doing pretty much from 2013 up until now you know even with having full-time jobs or whatever in between uh, uh, to fill in the gaps on certain stuff. So I'm saying all that to say that uh, this cousin of mine who I grew up with, um, again, uh, he's had to suffer the loss of his wife passing on him this past weekend. And, you know, um, being a husband myself, you know, I couldn't possibly imagine, you know, that's a nightmare that I shudder to to think about, you know, if, if ever that were the case or even if it was looking like it, 
you know, um, and um, I'm saying that to say that, you know, with all the time that we went without speaking, you know, because I was on some so-called uh, gangster shit where I'm like, you know, oh, what makes a businessman a gangster is when you owe him money and yada, 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 and all of this other shit, even though I knew I didn't follow the proper protocol in order to avoid that kind of a mess, especially with family, you know, cause you hear all the time about how family and money don't mix family and business don't mix, you know, all of that. And, you know, when you're arrogant like me or like I was, you know, you think hell is never going to be you, you know, I've seen it, uh, vicariously, through other people's mistakes. So I've seen it enough to where I should be slick enough to avoid it. You know, I couldn't have been more wrong, you know, just like with a bunch of things that I said, one going to happen to me. And that very thing happened to me worse than anybody else or whatever, you know, but, um, yeah, there's been a longstanding grudge on my part, you know, in terms of, uh, him owing me, for the work that I put in. I mean, such to the point that, you know, after that last fiasco, um, he never came to my mother's house for any more Thanksgivings. I promise. I haven't seen him since then. Because if I was going to see him at any time, you know, even outside of the whole uh, work hustle, you know, I was guaranteed to see him definitely, um every Thanksgiving, you know, you might've seen him, you know, every other Christmas or what have you, uh, um, you know, maybe perhaps, you know, but, uh, I can sure enough guarantee that, uh, they were going to make it over to my mama's house. Uh, um, you know, even if it was like, you know, towards the end of the night when people were leaving and they would stop in at least just to get a plate and say hello, you know, but, um, You know, like I said, you know, uh, I was wrong for not uh, following through with making sure their business was handled correctly. But at the same time, you know, uh, um, being as how nothing was on paper, you know, technically, legally speaking, he didn't owe me anything. But, you know, he stopped showing up at those Thanksgiving dinners because morally, you know, um, he didn't want, you know, he, he, you know, he didn't want any issues, you know, because I know how I am, you know, even with that being my mama's house and all of that, you know, anybody who knows me knows I'm ignorant enough to ruin it for everybody. So still in all, uh, given this news that I just received, um, I think it's time to squash the beef, you know, um, and you know, all is forgiven on that front because again, you know, what he's dealing with now, uh, um, the little, the little, you know, few hundred dollars that I'm hollering about is totally incomparable to, you know, (laughs) uh, 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 what all, you know, what all he's involved in as of right now, you know, um, hell. And just even on a personal note, 
you know, with all of the fucking up that I've done just this year alone. Well, this year and last year combined, because, you know, these last two years, yeah, I, I really was down for bad. But, you know, I charge it to my all-time mantra. Oh, you know, if you want to reach the highest of heights, you got to travel to the deepest of depths, <laughs> you know. And uh, and plus, the, you know, that that's, um, that's also um, in line with, um, again, me dealing with, uh, leftover traumas that um, I had yet to take responsibility for um, and and I'm saying that for the punchline of all of the stuff that I was into uh, my wife was well within her rights to put me out and she didn't you know, not because she's a sucker or a lame or got low self-esteem or can't do any better, but because, you know, she plays the long game. And that's what I'm learning from her. She sees the big picture in all of this, you know, in terms of what I can achieve in, in, in the potential that I have to make things go right. You know, and, and as far as, like I say, getting my traumas out of the way, you know, so that way her and I can thrive and flourish together you know i could be in that position right now you know we're having to bury my wife or you know worse even still getting put out and having to start from scratch with my old ass you know i put myself through that on some dumb shit you know this year alone and and um still suffering the setbacks as a result you know this is the kind of shit that puts things in perspective you know my cousin's birthday was just last month you know and now he's got this to deal with right before holiday season well we're right in holiday season but right before the you know the actual holiday kicks in you know I mean so you know um I'm saying this to y'all you know and I'm putting this like I said I'm putting this energy out you know, for the greater good and for somebody to be able to um, be able to get something good out of it and benefit from it. But I'm just as much saying it for my own sake in terms of me um, getting my shit together. You know, um, I mean, that, that, that kind of stuff is way heavy. You know, uh, it puts a lot of things in alignment. And, and, and well in perspective believe you me you know like I said that little money that he owed me hell I've made that you know dozens of times over you know with me pulling myself up by my bootstraps you know and, and being a man and you know not being a victim about oh such and such jerked me and such and such got over on me and whatever, whatever, and went and made do, you know. So I don't want to go too much into it, too much else into it as far as rambling on. That's pretty much the story in a nutshell, you know, and uh, I don't need to add on a, a, a moral to the story is this colon, you know, to drive the point home. I mean, that's just what it is. I just wanted to give a shout out to my kinfolk, you know, because, um, 
like uh, uh, again, it could have been me. You know, again, especially, you know, given all of what's happened and what's going on and whatever, whatever. And, and, you know, I could have fucked myself off to where I didn't have the opportunity to try to do what I'm doing now, you know, and and go big on that. So, you know, um, as far as I'm concerned, you know, the circle is closed and, you know, this is where we go from here. So... Cakes and Ale, Rogue Scholar. Uh, I made a IGTV video on my latest IG page of the same name as me, uh, announcing uh, um, another podcast that uh, I'll be headlining called Dope Dog Food. Again, I'm putting a copyright and a patent on that. You know, before anybody else can, um, it's still TBA. Be on the lookout for it. And yeah, let me go to sleep. You know, holler back. <laughs>